Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Terry quarantined ladies. No, Sonia. <laughs> Take Are it back. Are we actually quarantined or just uh, isolated? Isolated. I'm isolated both. physically, but not in, in quarantine mind. mentally. <laughs> They'll never get my mind. <laughs> they got my mind a long time ago. I always thought if I was going to be quarantined, it wouldn't be for something like this. What would it what have been? What the hell for? did you Does think it was? Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna be quarantined for? <laughs> I don't know. Like no, a psychotic episode. You have to expand on this. Like, yeah. you can't just yes, leave yeah. us with this. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Padded room. <laughs> You're in quarantine. How yeah. has everyone's weeks been? You first, Brayden. You go. Um, it's it's more or less just been the same. I'm wrapping up school. One of my exams was canceled, so that class is done. Uh, that is such good news. I know it's it's. Yeah, I'm jealous. It relieves me of a lot of work. Although the work was kind of the only thing <laughs> keeping me sane, um, I'm still happy about it. Uh oh. Um, Were one yeah, of the petitions? Did that help, or was that for a different class that you were telling us about? Uh, it did help. Uh, but I'm only on two classes because I was working full time. So both classes sent a petition, and we heard back immediately from one class, and they canceled the exam. I was kind of fine either way, but I just signed it kind of in support of the other people because i get it if you're an international student or something they they can't go home and you you're kind of assuming everyone has access to internet and a quiet space to learn etc um and you can't say oh you can just use the library or public spaces and wi-fi because no one has access to that anymore so i get it why people would think exams aren't really a good thing right now Mm -hmm. i don't know well, congrats Anyways. on that. Yeah, and then me and my Nana just went on a road trip to Toronto to drop off supplies to my brother, and I got Ooh, really car sick and threw up. Why really? can't your brother get supplies? <laughs> what? Why can't your brother get supplies? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I Wait, <try>. what? <laughs> I, I, I think it's maybe an excuse for Nana to, like, get out of the house and uh, yes. for them to, like, interact to some degree, but we wouldn't let her outside mm. of the car. And I wasn't supposed to interact with him either but i had to throw up in his toilet so <laughs> Brayden, you could have just had a little street puke i didn't want to be a corona suspect yeah so you they went to the you den away. of someone who might have corona also i was shocked by toronto well not shocked but i haven't been to toronto in a week or two and people are just walking the streets it's really yeah it was pretty crowded outside it's totally like normal um i mean i don't know the area that well but it was around lansdowne and it was fairly crowded it looks like a weekday during the day i just read an article that said that the city of toronto is actually like going to start enforcing distancing now like if you're within two meters of someone you can literally like get a ticket (laughs) you can be charged up to five thousand dollars area and the people out didn't look super together (laughs) day drinking am i right (laughs) um so i don't know if that is related at all and i probably shouldn't make that assumption just something i noticed i'm moving back there in two weeks are you ready no actually i'm not do you need to can't can't you wait until this blows over well yes but my two roommates who are currently there right now they have to get out of our house and i still have all my stuff in my room that one of them is Uh. using so I have to go and at least help with the move. Um, but I don't know. I uh, I have mixed feelings about it. Yeah, a lot of people are leaving Toronto. For You're going to be right where reason. the action is, Jenna. <laughs> I know. I'll have to give you daily updates. I'll do like a iPhone video like Rick Mercer does in like an alleyway. The Toronto <laughs> ran. <laughs> You ever notice that the streets are just as busy as they were before? Jenna, do you remember not too long ago when you had the kind of anxiety attack about corona? Yes. Doesn't that seem like that was like a year ago? It it really does. Time is moving so slowly. Yeah, yeah, I feel like now we're also like comfortable in this life. Not comfortable, but accustomed to this Yeah, like when did they cancel school? Yeah, that seems like the actual beginning of the end. Was that like... I think three weeks ago. I think it was last year. You know when you're <laughs> yeah. you're sitting in the same room for a while doing something and you notice you're like, oh wow, the sun has moved so much because 
it's shining differently on my face you know that's not happening for me because time is moving so slowly that it's just like I'll look out. I'm like, it's still in the same place. And <laughs> um, I, I know EI and all that because I've been applying for it. They are saying that if you got laid off after March 15th. So I'm taking that as the date that things began because they are using that date. March 15th. So that's legit. Put that in your calendars, everybody. So that was 15th. March that, 15th. Everything ago. before that is pre-corona. Yeah. And everything after that is post-corona. they're assuming if you got laid off after that, it was because <laughs> of corona. So I feel like that's a good benchmark, maybe. Ainsley, how are you? Um, I'm okay. Had a rough couple of days. I'm like super stressed out because I don't know if I should go back to Sudbury and just like be by myself and continue working my minimum wage job that is essential or just like stop working and come live with Dylan for a bit I would say the latter for sure yeah I'm like leaning towards that but it's just like logistically it kind of sucks because I'm gonna have to go to fucking Sudbury I have to give like my roommate or whatever my notice but it has to be like 60 days and then I'm obviously gonna have to move again and then gonna have to try and find a place again when school starts up well can you not just keep paying your rent there I could but I'm not gonna be making money you'll be able to apply for the emergency benefit yeah but then if I'm gonna be living with Dylan then I'd be giving money to him right like I wouldn't just want to like live here like a little can you just get the the hoot out of the lease given the circumstances like what is happening with that anyway um yeah I'm pretty sure like in normal circumstances you can give like if you have a fixed term lease which I do you can give 60 day notice, but I just paid my rent for April, right? So if I was gonna do it, I have to fucking make a decision about it now. So I've just been like super stressed about it. Like obviously my last month's rent is already paid, so I could do the 60 days and just kind of, but it ha- the 60 days has to land on like the end of one of the monthly terms. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, know. that might be different though because of the circumstances. Also, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back to Sudbury if it's just mainly for your job because it's likely that they'll get closed down anyway. And yeah, I mean, you'll get more money probably off the emergency benefit than you would be making. I know. I just also am having this kind of like mini like ethics breakdown in my head being like this isn't a vacation like I shouldn't be like my my job is essential I shouldn't just be like fucking off coming home and like taking government money you know what I mean but like at the same time I'm like I don't want to work at a minimum wage job and risk my health or like spreading something terrible to old people so I don't know and that's that's why the government money exists it's so people don't work I think that's part of it they want you to stay home (sighs) but I also like Dylan lives with a bunch of dudes. I don't want to live with a bunch of gross boys. How many men? It's men. So long. <laughs> it's uh it's the three of them, including Dylan. But like they're not that bad. I just I it's just gross, you know? Three men. The dust and pubes situation? No thanks. Yeah. Get those uh true dough bucks and you keep yourself safe. True daddy bucks, Sonia. I think that, I think in terms of ethics, it's like you're doing your part to stay safe and to keep other people safe. And that's more important than selling dog food because people can get that from other places right now. This is true. True Sorry, that sounded like I was minimizing your job a lot and I didn't mean to. But I mean, there are other places. Not at all. Like Sonia said on the last episode, it's essential in terms of the economy, not in terms Mm -hmm. of people are not going to survive without it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it could be another, I think they said on the news the other day, like, anticipate another three months. And if you did decide to go to Sudbury, minimum, so if you go back to Sudbury, you have to consider how you're going to feel in in three months months. alone. And Dofo, during the press conference today, he um, looked very uh, wary. And they are apparently coming out with the health experts data tomorrow about the approximate numbers that this is going to affect and he was like 
it's not good. It's <laughs> looking very stark. Brace and, yourself. But he was yeah. saying, though, he was like, you know, I, I've always been uh, all about keeping everything transparent. And I guess, like, Trudeau is not releasing the numbers of how actually how much this is going to affect yeah, like how many today, people like, it is more um, info to come it's like okay, yeah and so thanks. it's that's happening tomorrow and he i guess he just wants to really make the public aware of how serious it is so right. we will talk about that later note, but first oh sonia gonna, how was your week yeah, yeah sonia, sonia oh, tell us about your week more of the same I'm just inside <laughs> doing some data analysis. Oh, I'm I'm doing just fine. Thinking about taking this beekeeping course with Brayden in the summer, although <gasps> I'm not so sure that um, they're gonna let us, you know, do Actually the beekeeping with the, the situation. Yeah, wait, I was are you guys doing a beekeeping course at Guelph again? We all know how this turned out. Last wait, time. this is a repetition. Uh, no, we've never done it. We did a wine. <clears throat> wine I thought you got, I thought one of you tried to do a beekeeping no, course. No, we wanted to, but yeah. we never could. It's, I don't it's, a class that, it's a class at Guelph, but it's a really popular class, so you have to For be obvious on reasons. the ball. Yeah, but um, so I got in this summer, and I want Sonia to take it with me. I want to do it's it. It's easier to get in in the summer because obviously there's less students uh, enrolled in summer. dead from corona. Well, Sonia. yeah. <laughs> or that. Um, Not yeah, actually. Yeah, but like part of the course is doing it in-person beekeeping, which is obviously a main draw and it's possible that wouldn't be part of it so it'd be less fun but also sonia is gonna resent me for this but i just want to declare that i was informed she officially got accepted for her phd <gasps> didn't Woo! i tell you guys that no. Well, no you said you said it was like uh like a preemptive you said informal congrats dr sonia <laughs> yeah thanks thanks Thanks, doctor. <laughs> Thank you. I panicked. I didn't know what to do. It is why time. are we saying thank you? <laughs> why are we saying thank you? Thank you, doctor. Thank you, doctor. Everyone is very ready for the double-double. I'm going to read two of the hottest trending Canadian tweets. Mmm, coffee. Hashtag 400 Canadians. What the fuck does that mean? There are 400 Canadians stranded on a cruise ship right now. Uh, oh, still? yeah. I is forgot. this a different cruise ship? Oh, the one I'm, that I'm I very unaware did of not know about. There, this is the one where um, a bunch of people have died. The governor of Florida uh, like, is get saving the Florida people on the ship, but <laughs> not anyone from any of the other states. And there's like 200 or I guess 400 Canadians, and he's not going to help them out. So people were blowing up on Twitter today being like, what the fuck, man? Like, don't you remember 9-11, how we helped you? And and uh, wow. some of the other major <laughs> world events. <laughs> That's really um, this is the ship where there was the two two people died. I thought there were more um, deaths that, now. Um. Or there, I, there could have been maybe. Or is there another maybe, ship? Like, let's be honest. There could be many Which ships. Ship is it? Oh, that's but fucked. This really least. affirms my uh, wariness of going on a cruise for that for like claustrophobia reasons. I'm like, this 100%. is the nightmare. That's their living. I have no desire to agree. go on cruises except for when I was young and I would see that they had uh, rock climbing walls. Yeah, which no, you can do not on a boat. <laughs> I know, but it makes it makes I it better. Disney cruises were the best. I I no. googled the um, hashtag and a popular tweet that came up. They said, "Does anyone else wish that Canadians cared as much about the four thousand plus missing or murdered Indigenous women, girls, trans, and two spirit peoples as much as they do about the four hundred people on a cruise ship?" Oh my god, like let's stop overlapping issues. Like issues are allowed to have their own fucking platforms without comparison to another. I don't think anyone really cares about these Canadians, do they? I sure don't. I didn't know about them until right now. <laughs> I, 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 I thought there was one cruise theory, ship and they care. were home. Yeah, so. everyone's like, which which ship is this? Yeah. <laughs> There's like at least a few Who cruise ships with like stranded Canadians? Canadians that no one cares about. This one guy, Canbear2018, sweet name. I think Canadians should stop trolling our American neighbor about those hashtag 400 Canadians. They made a conscious decision to go on a cruise when there was a pandemic going on in the world and now everyone should help them at any cost 
Wait, well, when did, the, when when did we know the cruise, cruise ship start? departed the the dock? Probably weeks and um, weeks ago. It was right? in March. Oh. Oh, that is Or no, February. Late. Okay, February. Yeah, they wouldn't have known how bad it was going to be. Also, yeah. keep, like, keeping in mind, these people might have saved, like, this is the one vacation they've ever gone on, and people lose their money, and they're like, I don't know. Fuck that yeah. guy. That guy's a dick. I agree. I thought it was okay. like people that are very quick to say like you deserve to die for like minor mistakes. Going on a cruise you paid for when there was like some health news going on. I don't know. I don't like what is actually happening with this cruise though. Are, are they just gonna let all these people die on a boat? Like what's I mean, the yeah, deal? I don't know what's gonna happen. Okay, here's what another person said. I live in Halifax and if this cruise ship pulled into port looking to put four hundred, whoever it is, sick people in our overcrowded hospitals, I gotta say I would say no dot 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 healthy passengers during 9-11 is a bad comparison to sick people during covid19 pandemic which i agree it is like different obviously when you have people who could be carrying the virus and people don't want to take them on for obvious reasons but what's going on with canada why aren't we taking them like i get why america doesn't want to take them yeah. but why i don't <laughs> why even don't get that trudeau's like- a pansy ass bitch like he just <laughs> what <laughs> He he's like he's not an assertive person. I cannot take him seriously. I don't think like, he stands for anything. Reject them. Do no, I just don't that? think he's like he's he's like indecisive and like is just like floating around. I don't know. I don't know where this hate came from. I don't know yeah, either. Like, I've never heard you know. say pussy ass bitch before. And let me no, tell I said, you, I liked it or whatever the hell you said. The way that person described, like, I don't want them overrunning our hospital. Like, they're fellow Canadians. Are you now being xenophobic about people outside of Halifax? That's <laughs> that's really specific. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> so true. Like, I don't want these foreigners in our hospital. They're like from the next town over. <laughs> yeah. Also, why wouldn't they just do what they did here where they set up um where was it it was it wasn't stratford but they had this like facility that people had to go to they should just do the same thing surely someone can figure something out like (laughs) we have a lot of land aren't they past like the point because they're on a boat i don't understand like i were like not (laughs) don't go on cruises people also like haven't they all all been on the boat the whole time like shouldn't they be past like the isolation period at a certain point like maybe at that point can they just like let them go or like what's up i don't know yeah i don't know it's a good question are there just dead bodies oh my god sorry that was dark yeah no they threw them overboard brayden did they (laughs) where are the bodies then they'll they'll infect the fishies (laughs) with corona i'm just confused i don't know you don't know what's going on on this boat yeah but i'm gonna assume that they didn't just like resort to ocean burials they, maybe they have like a section for if things go really bad. They just have like a, a like a freezer that they just put the COVID bodies. Like in. I didn't want to have to use this room, <laughs> but I'm glad we have it. Oh, <laughs> fuck, put them in the lifeboats, eh? Am I right? Yeah, just do what you gotta do. Um, fuck. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Tinder or Grinder. What do you mean? We're we're. St- what the the, the gay one or the not gay one? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. this is really like determinant on your sexuality. This has to do with so. Corona. So uh, the, let me try gover- to guess. Okay, please do. Wait, do you think we can guess? Probably not. Okay, so then let's mind. move on. <laughs> <laughs> From the go- okay, the government of Newfoundland um, did a daily public briefing. They do a daily public briefing on Corona. Um, the health minister, Dr. John Hagee, um, he was on. Hagee. Yes. Hagee. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. He said, <laughs> he was talking about, you know, we've stressed the use of technology during these challenging times, but let me warn you, if you use Tinder or Grinder and you swipe right, you might get more than you bargained for. Oh, a oh, dick in the butt. I heard what on is the radio threat? today that STDs are going up and unplanned pregnancies. I think we discussed and, that. Before. In the time of Corona? Yes. And really? sex toy purchasing. Yeah, I don't know. that, that That's what they're anticipating. I'm not sure if it's... I, I don't think that'll bear out because I know everyone is making jokes about Corona babies, but now that I've thought about it, everyone is, like, trapped inside. So... Yeah, people they're going to have babies in, with each other. People in relationships would, but people 
extra people aren't going to yeah i don't think the lci thing people who are in relationships are probably not going to want to have a baby at this time because it's a weird time but you're thinking of people that are um thinking clearly or that think logically the people that have unplanned pregnancies and go through with them aren't generally the same people that are logically but they're not going they're they don't have anyone to have sex with because everyone's social distancing no i mean in relationships and like young people but women uh, are in birth control so they don't really like there's less I'm unplanned not. pregnancies and stuff. But a lot of people aren't that's what I mean. Yeah, like, a lot of people aren't, but I don't think it's enough to, like, I just don't, I, I could see it actually being the opposite of what people are saying, and there actually being a huge dip in I I think maybe unplanned birth. pregnancies, yeah. but for the STI thing, I don't believe, because, uh, as you said, That's like, everyone's That's why these sex toys are being purchased, because everyone's alone, so they have to have sex Well, with no, themselves. and I think Sorry, couples Jenna. are probably, like, so bored with one another that they need to spice things up, and they're like, oh, let's order this, like, double-sided dildo. But I mean, like, if you're in a, in a in a relationship with someone for a while or whatever, long enough that you're living together in this isolation slash quarantine, then, like, why would your rate of becoming pregnant go up if you obviously have, like, a way to not get pregnant at that point well, you know what about baby boomers in general right people people a bunch of people had babies after the war because it like brought people closer together and people wanting to look toward the future yeah but that was when economic times were good and everyone was happy and everyone was like you know going out and celebrating and drinking and none of that is happening right now because everyone's inside alone i i think i get what you're saying but i think that's also coming from a person who is intelligent and thinking toward the future when people who are having unexpected pregnancies sorry not that they're not intelligent but that w- wouldn't be thinking as long term but they they don't have to think long term because they just they're just not like like the amount of people like banging into each other is just <laughs> so reduced because people aren't going out right yeah but think of people that are religious or don't believe in an abortion and now they're stuck at home with their partner and oh God! Like more I forgot about religion, and therefore more unplanned pregnancies. But I don't think they'd be oh, more likely no. to have sex any more than before. A bunch of, of Christian babies. I feel, babies, like, the I feel worst like when people are stressed out, it makes them less horny. You know, like baby boom again. People were happy, so they were having a lot of sex. But but people also excited, get more stressed out with no one, work, no one, and people are like, oh God, like true, I just had such a stressful true. like day. I don't want to fuck you. You know. That's how you. A lot of people use sex as a stress relief. I, I, it's, it's, po- we'll, we'll see. My mind I'm is blowing this up. very closely. <laughs> we, can, we should, we should place bets. I think that, yeah, I think that birth I, I think I'm not a betting girl and I'm actually, uh, very scared of gambling, but this is something that I'll bet you 20 bucks on. Okay. I'll publicly declare, I think the birth rate will go up. And I publicly time. declare that the birth rate will go down. Here, here, it is set in stone on this day, <laughs> April 2nd, 2020, three weeks into the coronavirus quarantine. Hee, 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 hee. So scary. It's official. If anyone wants to get in on this, let us know. Um, also, oh, yeah, also, I read that, like, OnlyFans um, purchases, not purchases, but, like, signups went way up. You know the so, website where people post pics of themselves in their uh, genitals? What? No, I don't know what this is. Oh, I've never heard of that. Oh, it's just Sunday, like a website spicy where... girl. I only know of it <laughs> know. through the producer's <laughs> obsession with Aaron Carter and letting us know that oh, Aaron I Carter know has one. Yeah, anyway, the yeah, signups for that went up because I guess uh, people are trying to, you know, make some money. We kind of we, we kind of accidentally segued right into the sex toy thing anyways that we were going to talk about oh yeah we did yeah well that's yeah what do you think about that besides what we already said well we need to explain too that uh canadians have been purchasing sex toys at a grotesque rate in the quarantine so what was a 135 percent increase yeah in sex toy buying <laughs> which is hilarious I mean, that, makes, that seems very logical i really want an itemized list like are people just are buying dildos like i want to know the weird shit that people are getting yeah i would actually like really enjoy a breakdown of that as well and also are sex toy shops a um essential service or are these being i guess they'd just be delivered yeah from these are just warehouses yeah, you can find them online 
Um, True to imagine if they I, were I'm deemed just essential. Say this, I think this lends more towards the idea that people use sex as a way of stress relief and by themselves in a way where they will not get pregnant. <laughs> do, you th- do you think? No, some of these sex toys are going to be used with their partners. Some, but not many. You, that's you just pulled Sonia, that you can't just say of that. Course, th- it's my prediction. I Can stand I by what predict? I said. People are bored. <laughs> it's not safe to predict anymore. Can we post a picture on our Instagram for the promo of this of you with a crystal ball, Sonia? Yeah. I would really sure. enjoy that. Perfect. Sonia's predictions. We'll have a segment. Everyone just all rip on me. <laughs> <laughs> for my predictions um fuck i want to know what people are buying so bad though like i wonder if it's like 80 percent dildos or if it's like a lot of weird shit too you know like weird like latex suits well, or something i'm boring and i kind of just assumed it was the same things but more of them true like, i i, I, I guess like, oh, i thought people would like get a little creative <laughs> in their quarantine I don't but know, people but. are already fucking weird and creative i think i don't, I don't know. know though like if i like you know for a very long time we're in quarantine i'd be like you know what honey like buy that sex swing let's do it sex swing <laughs> i want to try a sex swing i'll say it i, I want one am totally not into any devices or machines or anything me neither but a swing machines, sounds it's fun very scary it like you just mean sex toys in general yeah <laughs> i guess i guess they are machines <laughs> devices etc it's just mm, no it's like natural, a robot in the bedroom yeah exactly not into it i was kind of just like kind of related i was kind of assuming that nudes probably are skyrocketing sending nudes i mean yeah I nudes into it, like, a lot of people cam girls yeah cam girls yeah that's or even the just within relationships because some people aren't actually isolating with their partners so i'm assuming there's a lot of sexting going on mm-hmm um, so speaking of like the new economy or whatever, coming at you from an article in Vice, Toronto Airbnb hosts are panicking. Brayden, tell us why. <coughs> um, Brayden. So, <laughs> so Airbnb hosts are kind of fucked right now for obvious reasons. No one's renting Airbnbs. A lot of these people relied on that income to pay the mortgage of those places, and I think it's a really lucrative business, especially in downtown Toronto. Um, so, something that could be positive, depending on what side you're on for for the coronavirus, is that Airbnb is fucked, and the people that have multi-listings on Airbnbs are a large part of or sorry, they contribute largely to how high housing and rental costs are in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could actually tangentially lower housing prices in Toronto. Or at uh, least open up some more places would, for people. Yeah, it'd probably exactly. be the same prices, just more places. <laughs> um, well, th- that, that, the fact that there is more places will lower the prices, will lower the cost of living. Or, sorry, Perhaps. not the cost of living. Um, well, that's what they're predicting. Um, because Toronto has a really has a short of shortage of places to live that's why people can charge such high rent so the more places there are the cheaper rent's going to be do you do you think though that they that all the people who own properties on Airbnb right now and stuff especially in Toronto like do you think that they would just like sell their homes and shit after this or do you think they're just gonna wait it out and then have a huge surge right and people being like we're finally fucking free well they're opening it a lot of them are opening them up for long-term rentals it looks like like all of a sudden they're like oh fuck i guess i have to like treat this like a home and not an airbnb so they're starting to go up more on like realtor.com mm-hmm. uh, I've noticed, instead of the airbnb um, website dylan and i because he has a few days off at the end of the month and we were like are airbnbs still a thing so I, we were looking at airbnbs and a lot of them have like slashed their prices and they're advertising them now well like the ones i was looking at obviously were in like the middle of fucking nowhere like little cabins and shit but they've slashed their prices and they're advertising it as like come to a place to isolate or whatever so yeah i saw that there was um <laughs> They were writing about this too. Like they're listing it as perfect for quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like trying to <laughs> lean into the Corona thing, which is very funny. I'm like okay, but fair. it's crazy. <laughs> they they were talking about one in this article, one condo, um, nine hundred and twenty of the units are Airbnbs. Yeah. 
what That's was the crazy. condo called? Like Iceberg Nation or something? Yeah, like oh, yeah. something fucked. It was like Arctic trucks or <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <laughs> and apparently it is actually against bylaws to some degree, but there's hardly any regulation with Airbnb because it's almost anonymous yeah. uh, to, protect, yeah. to protect those people. That's how Airbnb puts it. Um, yeah. So there's no regulations for them. So imagine like buying this condo and then every fucking weekend you have these people destroying your house yeah, like yeah. and keeping you up because they don't give a shit about keeping the property maintained um yeah it's very interesting um like airbnb was originally pitched as this like like part of the side hustle economy like uber yeah. kind of like oh this is just something you'll do on the side and this is so good for ordinary people because you can just like rent out that little room that you never use in your house and make a little bit of extra cash and then for uber it's like oh just drive around on the weekend and again a little bit of extra cash but people obviously like this entire gap opens up there and people rush in and it becomes a lot of people's primary job and then mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. either either they become exploited like in uber or they do the exploiting and, or they make like problems that exist far worse like you just said with the housing crisis in toronto yeah it just becomes a business opportunity apparently mm -hmm. though the the main source of issue for the airbnb and what people take issue with is those people that have multi-listings so and those are going to be the wealthier people obviously that can afford to have all these properties um so they make up most of airbnb's revenue i believe and i think it's technically not allowed they don't advertise that you can do that but they can hide under the guise that you have multiple listings in the same house kind of thing yeah. like you're renting out more than one room so they don't really police that at all but often it's people with actually more than one property that are just kind of running this this business yeah, which um, sucks because at the same time I see too like if you work like your whole life really hard and you have enough money that you like buy like one condo or something and you're like yeah I'm gonna rent this out on Airbnb save all that money to send my fucking kids to university or something or buy them their first house or something like that too so it's like I don't really see a huge issue with Airbnb like in the whole general scheme of it but I think they need to like like crack down on regulating stuff like what you said like the people with multiple listings and people just like exploiting it instead of just using it as as like a side hustle yeah particularly in places like toronto that have a housing crisis and shortage because mm -hmm. it's seriously affecting everyone else when um i went to new orleans last september um and it was very weird there was a very strong um sense of anger towards airbnb uh, we were obviously tourists and we were staying in the french quarter and people there would ask us if you're staring staying in an airbnb before deciding whether to be nice to us basically because i think it's the same thing there where it's made their rent prices virtually unpayable um, yeah, and as as Brayda mentioned before it's really extremely hard for cities um to regulate them because they don't have to disclose exactly where all the locations are. Um, yeah, and apparently Airbnbs actually sued quite a few cities in order to make it still possible for them to run. So it sounds like, if I'm reading that correctly, that Airbnb kind of has the power to fuck over the city, but not vice versa. So like we shouldn't be holding like the city or anything responsible for housing prices as well in this regard? Uh, it it sounds like the city can't do a lot until until the laws change surrounding Airbnb because they are violating laws in a lot of ways. It's not that Airbnb is solely responsible for a housing crisis. It's just no, a contributing yeah. factor. Yeah, and Airbnb and like Uber, again, I'm going to put them in the same category because I'm seeing a lot of parallels. They're very slick. Like Uber, again, was breaking like every law left and right. Mm -hmm. And they were they were pretty fucking genius. Like they were just like, we're just going to fucking do that. We're just going to break the law. What the fuck are they going to do? And mm -hmm. like they got away with it and now they dominate. And Airbnb is the same. Like it, it's unfortunate that we elect people to be able to do things like make housing affordable, but like they don't have the power because these multinational corporations have more power than they do like it's totally backwards right like mm -hmm. you, you would think uh, that it should be the other way around but yeah it's so, so it's just it's crazy maybe the sun will go into martial law and then the army will come and just take away all the airbnbs 
It seems like an issue too. Um, I might just be guessing this, but that a lot of these companies, because it's such a new technology and it's a completely new type of company, Uber and Airbnb, that they might not even have laws for this kind of stuff yet. And they can Mm -hmm. take advantage of that until kind of uh, legislation catches up with companies. To an extent, but like with Uber and the, the taxi licenses, they just like, just, they just totally didn't abide by that and then with this airbnb thing like it that's like true to an extent too um because there is laws against in toronto renting out an entire place for short term like airbnb but then like you said they just get around that by not publishing the people's name and information so people are literally breaking the bylaw but there's just no way of kind of holding them to account so yeah i said the only way really is if someone specifically reports it Man, I was just thinking about how the locations um, of everything are anonymous. And then it reminded me of how uh, Sonia and I, we were almost conned by an Airbnb's location in LA when we went. Well, actually, our producer, he like booked um, an Airbnb and it said it was in like the arts district. And then we got there <laughs> and it was in the worst neighborhood in LA. According um, to every Uber driver, like who South Central, up. yeah, every yeah. Uber driver was like, you know, like I don't usually, I don't even, I avoid this area. And anyway, yeah, like, it was very funny. Like, have you guys ever been conned by an Airbnb or been like, got into it and been like, this is not what it looked like in the photos, or you know? Also in LA, I had a giant mirror fall on my head. You know those huge ones that reach the ceiling. Uh, like floor floor to ceiling mirrors that like lean against the wall yes um one of those I was like doing my makeup and it just fell on me and like shattered all around <laughs> me uh, like n- through no fault of my own and I contacted them it was right when I it was like close to when I was leaving and I was like your giant mirror fell on my head and they were like oh it's okay like we won't charge you I was like no like your <laughs> mirror fell on my head this happens all the time <laughs> yeah, they're like, it's, it's fine we'll we'll give you a pass this time it's like, what? Yeah. You should probably fix that to the wall. Any final words about Airbnb before we move on? Nine. 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 Find it and read it. Oh, I did want to say what was your guys' opinion because in that same article they said the people who do rely on it for their primary source of income are now mad at Airbnb. But to me, I don't really get For that Corona? I, they're mad that they have lost their source of income. Like, that's like because of the Corona situation or because yeah. of something the city did? Oh yeah. no! What what the fuck? How could they get mad at Airbnb? That's that's what I was wondering. That's what the article said that they're like turning their anger toward Airbnb, and I was like, I think you guys are both kind of on like on a team there with your malicious money making. <laughs> Banished all of them. Done. You guys go down with the ship. <laughs> Put them on the cruise ship. <laughs> go down um, with the Corona cruise. They're all gonna die. So Chris Selly from the National Post, who's always an interesting opinion writer, um, says nonsense is killing Ottawa's Corona credibility. Um, So you know how we were talking about before how the information keeps changing about Corona um, Mm -hmm. so people can't keep up and it causes them to panic. Um, So he's arguing that people are being given advice by public officials that um, he thinks doesn't make a lot of sense a lot of the times and that this is tinged with, I guess, politics and that it undermines the government's credibility. Uh, So like one example he gives is the federal government announced that passengers with corona symptoms should be banned from domestic air and train travel. But he says there's really no way to screen people so it's just like a pointless thing to say um, that he, th- I guess, thinks is just more for politics than anything else. Um, or another thing he was talking about was like masks. So everyone was saying, or everything I've read is that masks probably do more harm than good in the long term. But now there's some evidence coming out that places where like everyone is fucking wearing a mask have seen declines uh, in the in the spread of the virus, obviously, and then that also allows people to to continue to go out to a certain extent. I thought it was interesting because he was like alluding to the the language that they're using. So it was like masks do not work, but really, people who are actually thinking about it um, think they don't work. Like they they help if you do not. Or no, wait, what was? It? <laughs> okay, oh my god. <laughs> 
But it was like, it was just talking about how we need to interpret what they're saying. Oh, so yeah. Oh, I, I think I know what you're you talking, know what I'm talking about. about. He, said, yeah. he, said, he said, when officials say masks don't work, a lot of regular people here, we have an inexcusable shortage of masks for healthcare workers. So give us your masks. Which I, I don't actually know if that's how people are interpreting it. But and then he said, you know, when officials say you don't need to be tested, they pe- people are thinking we don't have enough tests available and there's not enough lab capacity p- to process the ones we have. Um, so so he's saying, I guess, that these are sort of bad ways of keeping the public calm in a, in a crisis like this. I, I thought another interesting thing he said was, you know, Teresa Tam, has she been on your yes. guys' commercials? Everywhere. Yes. Yes. Chief Public Health Officer. I like her look. I'm just going to say that. Me too. Mm. I really trust it. (laughs) That's the part in the article that confused me. Like, the stuff she was saying, the government is doing, like, the exact opposite. Uh, Like what, for example? Like, when she was, like... Um, we can be more lenient about like flying and travel and stuff. And then Trudeau was like, everybody, stop. So, and I was like, yeah. so what is what is the point that this article is trying to make, that she's wrong or that Trudeau is wrong? Uh, I think that there's a conflict between... I'm not sure, because actually I, I found it a little bit hard to follow sometimes. Me too, yeah. Um, but uh, I think what he's saying is that there's sometimes a conflict. We're, we're being told to trust the public health experts mm-hmm. but by the politicians, but the politicians aren't even listening to the public health experts, or sometimes they only do it when it's convenient. So, for example, Teresa mm. Tam was saying, don't close the borders, don't do travel restrictions. That's stigmatizing. That's, you know, we can't even do that because of, like, international regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, now they're putting travel bans in left, right, and center, and they're doing all sorts of things that they said that they would never do. Um, I, yeah, well, I think the... I actually... Sorry to cut you off, but I think the point was that, like, I thought apparently this article is very confusing. I like, thought that the government leave confused. I thought that the government <laughs> was listening to the public health officials and that the, the article was like they should be making more of the decision because it was saying that, you know, Teresa said that, but then so then we waited on closing the borders. Then we finally did because then all of a sudden overnight the health officials are like, "Oh god, never mind, it's a crisis." Mm-hmm. And yeah, th- like, their I, opinion I think- keeps changing all of a sudden, so then the government is like keeping up with it. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's right too. Like uh, like so it was politically unpopular to for example have people self-quarantine after traveling. Um and also the public health officials were telling them not to do it. Um but then all of a sudden the public was getting super worried um and it was something that the government could do. So then all of a sudden all this like advice that you're supposed to follow to a T just gets flipped on its head. And I think he's saying like how can we trust you then if you say one thing is like the golden standard mm-hmm. and then the next day it's like forget what we said, we're going to do this exact opposite thing now. But at the same um, time it's like they're like Trudeau and the health officials and everyone, like they're just doing the best that they can, giving everybody the best information they can do and trying to keep people safe because this is unprecedented. Like I don't necessarily like trust anybody right now wholeheartedly, but like if the government is going to be like, yeah, stay away from people, I'm going to be like done. Guys, I also, I have a question. <laughs> Ask in question. In, in the opinion piece, uh, near the end, um, he brought up, the notion of the government urging people not to flee to their cottages and then (laughs) the author like chris whatever was like um well like because it could uh amplify like the retail and health infrastructure and like like small towns where there's cottage country don't have like aren't prepared for that but then he was making the point as being like if you've had no symptoms you haven't been in contact with anyone why not stock up on like two weeks of groceries and go up to the cottage and Fuck get off, out yeah. of a highly concentrated area i want to know like what do you guys think about fleeing to a cottage because i know one of I my think- roommates in toronto is going to an island that her boyfriend's whole family owns and they're coming up tomorrow I really yeah I really think it depends on the situation because I can totally understand that if you're going up into a community that doesn't have like many like healthcare workers and like the community itself is very like vulnerable or whatever but if you're going to up to a community that you have a hospital everything's pretty close you have the means to not come in contact with anyone then I don't really see the issue with it we'll talk about a little bit more about that in just a second um Ooh. but <laughs> 
I think that I think stuff like that is is really interesting to me. Like it's something we talk about a lot at school because experts will say one thing and we're supposed to trust the experts and it's just like you're such a fucking idiot if you don't listen to what they say. But then every so often something comes out and it's like, "Oh, whoops, our bad. We were like totally wrong about that." Um sorry Mm -hmm. uh like i don't know off the top of my head uh the peanut allergy thing like uh sean's mom said that like that the going advice at the time was don't give your kids anything peanut when they're young and now it's totally different because they found that that actually very hard harshly increased the rates of peanut allergies right so it's just like what do you do in these situations when the best thing you've got going is is um public health officials opinions they're experts and it's like of course that that's what they're paid to do is use their expertise and we should just probably listen to them but then um when when that butts against people's sort of common wisdom who actually have to bear the risk of making those choices i don't know like it's it's just i think it's interesting i think i i would generally probably listen to the experts but then of course they could lead you down the wrong path i think just for me personally, I would probably just go with that because I know so much less. Another thing that's bad about expertise is usually when you have expertise, you can kind of understand the issue in like a complex slash nuanced way, whatever. Um, But like with the public, a lot of the times if something is printed, it's just like it's taken to the extreme. So like, for example, I was reading um, like, you know how they're saying for for the most part, the vast majority of cases of Corona are going to be um, it's going to come from someone with visible symptoms, right? Um, so then people were like, you can only get sick if someone else has visible symptoms, right? Which isn't exactly true. But then, and then you see people doing the exact opposite where they're like, oh my God, there's an epidemic of people getting sick from people without symptoms. And it's like, well, that's not true. That's actually, although it's a very serious worry, that, that, that is still a minority of cases. But how do you get that to come across, right? So I think mm-hmm. that that causes panic too, because it's it's really hard to, to, to give this information in a soundbite in a way that people are going to remember uh, but without like glossing over the, the, the complexity mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point it's really hard to convey nuance um, or make something palatable uh, especially in this world that exists on clickbait true Um, On the topic of the cottage stuff uh, this Quebec couple fleeing coronavirus headed for the Yukon uh. Man, that one was a fucking doozy. Like, who did Tell these us. people think they were? It's Tell just us a, about it. It was just a couple who lived in Quebec, I, I think, and they drove from Quebec to Whitehorse and then got a plane to Old Crow, which is, like, Yukon's most north community that's only accessible by a plane. So it's like you're dr- you came from Quebec where there's a giant outbreak. You're traveling a bunch. Then landing in this super remote, like, Yukon town where the people are obviously don't have a lot of health care and are pretty vulnerable. Like, you're just going to... And they they walked in there, too. They landed and then were expected to find accommodations. Like, luckily, they did. And then they were like, yeah, we were looking for work. It's like, what the... What are you thinking? (laughs) Like, go (laughs) home. Like, what the fuck? So bizarre. But, yeah, they did get sent home. So that's good, but it's just like the whole mindset around it. Like, who did they? Who did they think they are? <laughs> it's like they don't know that everyone is on lockdown. It's so so bizarre. So and that bizarre. everyone knows that they are outsiders, and they should be kept out. I would never they go into a small town. Probably had like that. this. Even the guy said that. I don't remember if it was the guy or girl, but said that the idea came in a dream. You could just <laughs> <laughs> you could just tell they had this romantic notion, like they were gonna become these northerners, and you know they'd have a story in an Instagram account to <laughs> trip out on acid. Yeah. yeah, they didn't think of the the logistics of the situation. And they're like one of the biggest points too of that is that there is no local doctor there. Like they don't have one. <laughs> like it's just not Which is insane a thing. to me. It's just ridiculous that they would even think that they could go there and everyone would be like, Oh hey, welcome. Let me shake your hand. Come spit in my eye, why don't you? Like, <laughs> yeah, like what they the probably fuck? had they probably watched some dumb Netflix show that you know, the outsider comes in and it's all quirky. Oh my god. <laughs> and eventually they watch they into the wild. Them. 
and Into yeah. the Wild's a good movie. I guess that's not the same situation at all. No, I don't know why I said yeah, because he was kind of <laughs> it's actually really not like it had some credibility. I think there's like the outside <laughs> is involved in both. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> going somewhere, they have that in common too. <laughs> Somebody going somewhere. I was so leaving their lives by, behind. Yeah, that's that's true. We're getting closer. I was so fascinated by the concept of the Yukon when I was a child. Why? And just like the ter- <laughs> is the Yukon Yukon is the territory, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the territory. Like just the fact that we had provinces and then territories, but they never explained like what the difference was or maybe they did and I wasn't paying attention. Did the know. territories close Oh, I guess did they close down their borders eventually? I know they were planning on yeah. it because they had uh, because they yeah. had no cases at one point. Yeah, They're Yukon like, has cases nah. now, <laughs> probably because these way. fucking asshats yeah. showed <laughs> up in old crow. Those two people are responsible. <laughs> shame, 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 shame. shame. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't blame them when they were going to shut down the borders, especially when they have very limited resources. Oh, definitely. Just- I'd be like, now is not the fucking time. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't dock the cruise ship in the northern northwest territories. <laughs> Yeah, they don't they have, have the resources. Go to Halifax. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, speaking of shame, Andrea Horvath's son. Oh <laughs> my good fucking lord on a so, pogo stick. I cannot get over this guy. We were gonna oh. make this guy the absolute unit of the week, but there's so much more to say about this Julian. man. What's his name? Julian? Yeah. I'm yeah. such a gem. I went down a very dark, dark rabbit hole today watching all of his uh, YouTube music videos. Let yeah, me so Andrea Horwath, the <laughs> official opposition leader of the NDP, she has quite the son. Um, he made the news about a week ago because he posted on his Instagram a photo or like a selfie of him and it said that Corona is a hoax 2020. Um, and then he also had posted photos of himself with like an AK-47. Um, so that uh, gained a rise out of people. And it's word. very Did funny because, yeah, because you saying shame, shame. I actually specifically remember being in the legislature and um, Andrea constantly yells that at the PC party all the time. Like whenever <laughs> they're really talking in question period, she's like, shame, shame. <laughs> I hate that. Canadian parliament <laughs> is so, so weird. Funny. Like do Americans do that? I think Probably. it's pretty ridiculous too. Like it's very catty. I know, I, no, 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 no. It's very ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. Like someone will be talking and someone will just yell, you're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you lie. <laughs> it's like so dramatic. But like nobody, do people just yell shame? I don't know why. I just think that's um, a weird this, Canadian thing. This guy, my younger brother knows. Um, I forgot to mention that. Um, but uh, he he said he was kind of a weirdo. So he went to school in London, Ontario. And he knew this guy. Um, I can't remember if it was his roommate or like a, a person that was always at his house. Um, and he was kind of a weirdo then. And he said it, it kind of tracked that he became this this is this person (laughs) he also he posted sorry real quick he posted a photo of his friend sitting on a bunch of toilet paper like so much toilet paper and water bottles and it was like julian leonetti has also celebrated the fact that he is hoarding toilet paper and other supplies something that both the federal and provincial government have asked canadians not to do he is also (laughs) pictured with someone who is wielding a crossbow what was this story like there's so many like there's so many angles to this because first this guy is like what is he but second of all like why did they put a story about this and like such a try hard thing like he's hoarding toilet paper which is something the government told us not to do like, <laughs> and he said corona is a hoax you guys like he actually I, posted I think- a few pictures on his instagram where he was wearing a mask and in one of them and he was like safe from corona and then he posted another picture um, with his mask on various stuffed toys that he has and the caption is whole gang safe from corona so thank can we god. talk about his image for like what he looks like oh my god just let me first get i out think this i think first. when he said corona is a hoax i think he was joking that's my interpretation i i see this as almost like a direct rebellion to his mom like he's just trying to be a dick to his mom to me i don't know I don't even know because he seems like so separate. He's like literally just like such an entity on his own. 
Like maybe like deep down it's like against her, but he is like if it if it is it, it was, and now he's just become that person and that. Well, because he got attention for it, past. and he's getting attention for it because of who his mom is, and he's like, oh, people, people, I I got in the news for simply saying Corona is a hoax, and now he's just <laughs> going crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of his recent stuff isn't like anything to do with Corona. Those are literally like random posts so that you. I can't found even an find. interview. Um, with Andrew Horvath um, on like Toronto Life <laughs> website from July 2018, and it was a Q&A called Andrew Horvath on parenting, dating, and dealing with Doug Ford. But I guess they asked like, how do you kind of how do you get how do any you peace? have that son that you have? <laughs> it, well, she just they just asked like, how are you like so, how do you support yourself and whatever? And her response was, the person I turn to most for support is my son Julian. He gives good advice. Oh my so. god. That's that's not something I would expect. I'm really not into the dyed colored hair anymore. Yeah. Like I, you, I'm really just not into funky anything. like 10, 15 yes. years ago, 20 years ago. I don't want people to do it anymore. The dimple piercings? Ugh. Those are very aggressive as well. Like what did you call it, Ainsley? Neo emo? Yeah. Ne- new emo? Neo emo. <laughs> I hate it. Did you guys watch any of the videos I sent? I I I watched like 10 second clips of each of them and i because like i said God. when you posted a soundcloud i like wanted to like like it like i was like i'm gonna like be as as generous to this as possible and also it's probably gonna be bad but i can enjoy a bad thing but it it's was not bad. enjoyable the one song called no dui where it's he's literally like sad that he didn't get a dui like i don't understand the point of the song and he just he just looks like he looks like he has fucking cancer or something like he just looks terrible it's too terrible to even laugh at and it's too terrible to think i was like is this self-aware like is he doing this on purpose is he doing it a, a bit but i don't think so i think this is his music and this is his his art he's proud this is of his it. art that he's, he's proud of himself do you think that andrea is the type of mother to scorn him and like call him and yell at him or do you think she's one of those moms who loves her son unconditionally is like oh my baby julian like no one say anything bad about him you know how there's like no i just when there's a product that comes out of parenting like that i feel like it's always one or the two permissive she's she's permissive yeah i don't fuck i don't how would you deal with your son if they were like that i wouldn't touch that with a goddamn he's 27 yeah that is crazy i thought he was like 17 it was much less sad when i knew that he was 17 yeah i agree yeah that's what i just see like someone that's kind of mentally ill and then got attention for it and is continuing to do weird shit i don't look all he did was post stupid shit on his social media which is just what any like soundcloud rapper is gonna do he hasn't done anything it's not like he's what like what has he done that's so terrible he i just he's not like not actually terrible i just i just hate him so much no no not against you i mean to Braden. i don't think he's necessarily mentally ill i think no i think he's just fucking dumb as a bag well i don't even know like mentally ill i'm not saying he's like fucked up it's just like he's just kind of a loser and people are reacting to it and so he's keeping he's still doing it so he he'll get a little more like wild to get a reaction because he's not doing like the things he's are doing is really stupid but he's not the only one doing them he's just getting a platform for it because of who his mom is so he's like he's not even getting much of a platform like his youtube videos have like 200 views he's not benefiting off her people are like (laughs) making articles about it i don't mean benefiting in terms of financially he's just like people are talking about it because i think yeah yeah the one article is like super marginal like i don't think anyone is really paying attention i thought we just picked it up because it was just like a weird thing like corona is a hoax very topical there was one more example where like this was a while ago a long long time ago when he was 18 he was pictured with her watching somewhere and he was wearing a t-shirt that said crew kabanger which is a song mm-hmm. by a metal band apparently and urban dictionary says that that is a promiscuous female and they were trying to spin it as like a sexist thing <laughs> and they Perfect. said this is a he's wearing a band t-shirt <laughs> from a band that features like misogynistic lyrics talking about a woman being a useless waste of human flesh and this article is from a while ago but i was like this is like how it all started because 
like right now you have everyone at each other's throats with like the quote cancel culture thing but conservatives totally started it Mm -hmm. like if you remember back in the day like he like it was always so much attention on like the stupid little bullshit like what someone's kid was wearing oh a Marilyn Manson t-shirt if it was something else and like their lyrics are horrible and like making it all about that and Marilyn Manson caused Columbine yeah we all know that (laughs) especially if your platform is like family values or how um virtuous you are um but this guy specifically maybe I was biased because I had this conversation with someone last week about him so I thought maybe he was a little more prominent maybe than he is but I assume this is the kind of person that's googling himself and he googles himself and there's even if it's like kind of niche shitty articles he's coming up right like I don't know he wants attention to me, that's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah. He, he's I mean, anybody seeking, and then he's uh, being used as a tool to be weaponized against the NDP. Um, and anything that he does or says, they directly re- relate it to something that Andrew Horwath is against. Like well, again, violence. this is one article. Yeah, I don't by think Vice that too. I, I don't think that there's gonna this is gonna be a pattern. Although it might be, I don't know. But I, think I, that... I yeah, and I don't think this is like going to take down the party. It's just like <laughs> guys, I'm, I'm placing gonna, like, bets. It's gonna psyche. take them down head to head. I Julian, hope it I told does. you. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just yeah, I don't, I don't. Uh, but I did see a comment on uh, one of his videos that you posted Ainsley and then it was all like this is so hot and like this is so Ugh. awesome and this one guy just says wow this is hot dot 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 garbage no <laughs> talent please take down embarrassing to Hamilton does he live in Hamilton he takes yeah, like Hamilton in all of his videos on YouTube and shit he kind of like represents Hamilton to me yeah, he yeah, is he's got that, that was harsh <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever listened to Kevin O'Leary's son's music no. no. It's really boring, but I remember when I learned his son was a DJ, I was like, that just makes so much sense for some reason. <laughs> like, in a way that this does not, but... I think, yeah, isn't DJ a uh, common rich kid career Yeah, passion? yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you you, you're successful at it by the fact that you can get a lot of people to go to the club. So therefore, yeah. you think you're a good DJ. I don't even know what a good DJ is. And I guess it's in the equipment Skrillex. you need. <laughs> Skrillex is the only good DJ, and that's that. <laughs> Love Skrillex. <laughs> Love him. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I guess it's time for the absolute unit of the week. What? what? Thank you. Um, so the absolute unit this week um, is this dude named Daniel Reardon, who is an astrophysicist, and he got a bunch of magnets stuck in his nose when he was trying to invent <laughs> some sort of device to make people not touch their face. Oh, <laughs> so cute! I love him. He's the He's opposite amazing. of Julian. He's yeah. like a national treasure, and I would be proud to have him as my son. Me too. The little picture in, like, the article where he's just, like, kind of frowning in, like, the hospital bed. And all of his quotes are so funny. Like, magnets are very dangerous. This is this is not my expertise. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the photo shows him lying in a hospital bed. And, or not lying. He's propped up. And he has, like, a comical sad face. It kind of looks like he's kidding, but maybe he's not. Yeah. <laughs> they should oh, give him, like, it. a social distancing award. Like like Justin Trudeau should make that yeah, yeah. and he's order order Canada. Canada. for trying so hard oh yeah we already have an, a national the way that award. the way that he explained it too was so funny like he had little circular magnets and he put two in his nostrils and then there were two on the outside of his nostrils so they were like sandwiching the outer rims of his nostrils and then they all stuck together so they just like closed his nose and, like <laughs> Wait, what? what was he trying to invent? Like, what was he trying um, to do? From my understanding, he was trying to do this thing where, like, he made bracelets that had, like, certain something to do with magnetics on it and then something to do with, like, a necklace or a face thing. And then if you put your, like, wrist up to your face, it would, like, do, like, a little vibration. But instead of doing that, it was doing the opposite. So when you took your wrists away from your face, it gave you the vibration. <laughs> 
So the whole thing there's was a, just a there's mess. There's a quote in, in the article, which to me is very relatable in terms of fiddling with things. I guess he was trying to make this thing, and then it says, disheartened but still bored, Reardon gave up and started playing with the magnets, first attaching them to his earlobes <laughs> like magnetic earrings, and then to his nostrils. <laughs> like, I would definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. I would, like, I'm going to go, I, I'm not actually going to go on Craigslist and see if anyone wants to pay me to just, like, punch them in the face every time they touch their face, but that could be a workaround for this. Yeah. No magnets. He, he is the same age as Julian. He's a fellow 27-year-old. Yeah, except this guy's They went in such cooler. far directions. And what province does this unit hail from, did it say? He's from Australia. Yeah, he's from Australia. What? He's not even Canadian? <laughs> no, but they interviewed him on As It Happens. Oh, okay. That's so all right, then. It came, the story is coming from Canada, but... He's part team. of the Commonwealth. Right. I'm very, very disappointed, but you're right, Brayden. He's, he's part, part of, the, of Commonwealth, the Commonwealth, so we'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. Just this once. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, don't uh, touch your face. I literally was just touching my face. So was I. <laughs> don't fuck with magnets. Oh, man. Can't promise anything. Don't take pics of yourself with guns. Don't write shitty songs. Don't go on nude to peeps or whatever that fucking site is. Don't go on a ship. Don't go on a ship. No, don't go on a ship ever. That's good advice for all time. And get pregnant. <laughs> don't order get, get, spicy don't sex get toys. pregnant. I need to win this bet with Brayden. Just order sex toys like everyone else <laughs> for personal use. Perhaps birth control. And stay safe. Thanks for listening to Terry Pocky Ladies. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> we are one. <laughs> <laughs>